substantiate, to establish by proof or competent evidence. Welcome back to Substantiate. I'm the host, William Glasser, bringing you hypothetical sports matchups every single week. Welcome back to Summer Q&A. This week is part five, and today, when you'll be listening to this, is July 14th. And so before we continue on, just like the last few weeks with some more questions, I want to talk about something that happened the other night in the Mets game. So basically, the Mets, they're playing the Cubs. The Mets are winning 3-2, to and I think it was the bottom of the 8th, and Seth Lugo comes in. Well, he came in in the top of the 8th, or maybe it was the 7th, but anyway, he was batting, and I'm pretty sure it was the bottom of the 8th. Anyway, so he comes up to bat, there were 0 or 1 outs, I forget, but then there was also a runner on 1st. So what he does is he tries to bunt the first couple times unsuccessful, or a ball, and then he gets the bunt down, but... One thing that was interesting, and some of the announcers were talking about it, were Anthony Rizzo, the Cubs' first baseman, he came in really close, like within 45 feet, right? So it's 90 feet down to first base. So he was well more than halfway down to the batter. And so what winds up happening is Seth Lugo, he bunts it, and it goes up in the air, right in front of the pitcher's mound where Anthony Rizzo was standing. But Rizzo, he intentionally drops it, throws to second, gets out at second, and then by the time they threw it over to first, I think they might have called it an E4 or an E1 maybe. Now, I don't think Lugo was covering first base, but maybe he was the second baseman, so an E4. Uh, who dropped the ball at first base, but he tries to go for the double play. And that's exactly what the infield fly rule is supposed to prevent, except in this case, it was a bunt, not a swing and a pop-up. So I'm not sure about what all the rules are about the infield fly rule, and if bunting automatically gets rid of that, or, or if that's just up to the umpire in that situation. But it was it was interesting to watch because it was something that you really forget about doing because you know the infield fly rule is there. So nine times, more than nine times out of ten, more, I don't know, 999 out of a thousand times, you're not going to be able to do that because the infield fly rule is called. But here, there's a bunt and he's able to do it. So it was an interesting heads up play from Anthony Rizzo. But ultimately, they wound up just getting the fielder's choice, but still. Anyway, here we go with more questions. What's your favorite breakfast cereal? I don't know. I seem to have Raisin Bran sometimes cut up a banana and put that in. Or I guess I don't really have cereal that much, but I guess I would probably have to go with Raisin Bran like that and and put the banana in, but... Those things are covered in sugar, man. They, like, you can see 
the raisins, they're like covered in white sugar. And when you look at it, it looks kind of gross, but then you taste it and it's delicious. And then, you know, well, <laughs> that's probably why I don't have it all that often. Anyway, so the next question is, do you have anything autographed by a celebrity? So these are all athletes, and most of them are signed balls, but some of them are signed pictures. So I have an Aaron Baines autograph on a picture of him, and that was from when he was on the Celtics. I guess a few years ago, I was at a minor league baseball game, the Red Sox AA affiliate, the Portland Sea Dogs, and sometimes they have celebrities or athletes signing autographs there. So it was super easy. I went at a time when there wasn't a long line, and I went up, took a picture, got his autograph, and that was pretty cool. Another one I have of a picture is... I think he was the 1987 or 89 American League Rookie of the Year, Greg Olson. He was a pitcher for the Orioles, and I I got his autograph at a baseball card show in Westchester, New York. It was actually where the New York Knicks G League team plays, the Westchester Knicks. I forget what the name of the building is, but it was... Not that big, but anyway, they had a few different former baseball players signing autographs there, and he you got like a free ticket to get his autograph uh, with your $10 admissions fee into the baseball card show. Anyway, so now I'm going to go through a list here, and I have all of these on balls, and I'll add some background to some of them. But I have a Cecil Fielder signed ball, and Cecil Fielder, to anyone that doesn't know, is Prince Fielder, who only retired a few years ago, his father. I have a Ron Bloomberg signed ball. He was the first DH in the American League. Uh, I have a Didi Gregorius signed ball. That one, uh, I had great seats. I was with a friend, and we were right next to the Yankees dugout. I might have talked about those seats once in a past episode, but he just walked out of the dugout, and then there I was. I was waiting for some players to walk out, and then he signed my ball. I'm not sure if it was that same day or a different day in those same seats uh, with the same friend, but I also got Chris Young's signature and Brett Gardner's signature and I think I may have also had Nathan Ovaldi's uh, he was really nice but I couldn't find that one I think those were on a ticket I only found one and then there's also another signature on here it looks like it looks like the first two letters of the first name are AA could be wrong about that but I don't know, I'm not very good at reading signatures or that kind of stuff. Anyway, I also have Ron Guidry's signature on a ball. He was uh, a retired number for the Yankees, one of the greatest pitchers. Charlie Hayes, who was the third baseman for the Yankees in the 90s. I think he might have caught the final out to one of the World Series. Uh, Also, once I was early at a game, and R.A. Dickey, who was on the Blue Jays at the time, 
he came over to the to the foul line and signed my ball. And then I also have Mickey Rivers and Bucky Dent from uh, more Yankees events. And then there's also some smaller athletes or not as well known that I have. Like once I was at an Angels spring training game in Arizona and I must have gotten maybe eight signatures on one ball, but most of them were nobodies and didn't even have numbers in spring training. So it was kind of hard to identify. But And then there's also like one uh, reliever who was on the Yankees for a short while, Stephen Tarpley. I'm not sure where he is anymore. But yeah, I've got, I've got a fair amount of different autographs from athletes. All right, what are some cool apps that you've been using lately? So I guess I'll stick to like phone games. I've been playing Clash of Clans for like six years. Same base. It's pretty well done. There's also this game called Smashing 4. It's pretty fun. Uh, And there's like different characteristics to all these different little characters. And then you pick four and you go into battle with them and then there's circles and you take turns and you're playing online with someone and you like launch them. I don't know how to describe it at someone and then they do a certain amount of damage and then your goal is to eliminate every character on the other team. It's a fun game. Check it out. Again, it's called Smashing 4. And I'm going to wrap this episode up here. This was week five. Come back again next week. And for the next few weeks, we're about halfway done through these kind of episodes. And we'll be getting back to more hypothetical sports matchups in the next couple of months. So hope you enjoy and see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Substantiate. The best way to help support the show is to number one, Tell your friends about Substantiate. That is the number one way to support us. The second way is to leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Number three, follow us at SubstantiatePod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch.